are listening to The Weekly Wrap-Up with your hosts Marcella Bood and Will Thompson. Spoil shared in the Real Sydney Derby, Bonnery White Eagle sacked their coach and there's a new leader in the MPL 3. Hey guys and welcome to the Clean Sheets Weekly Wrap-Up where we look at news, results and all the table standings from the MPL all the way down to the State League in football in New South Wales. I'm your host, Marcella Bood, and as always, joined alongside me is Will Thompson. Thank you, Marcel, and hello, everyone. Now, with some news that's developed over the past week, Bonnering White Eagles have sacked their coach, Milan Biagovic, after a substandard start to life in the MPL 2. According to the official press release, Milan Susak and Dragan Pupovac are to replace him as caretaker managers. And in other news, Sutherland Sharks have acquired the signing of 22-year-old striker Charles Lockenlingloy for the remainder of the MPL season. The 22-year-old comes after stints at Sydney FC and most recently Brisbane Raw and so far has already scored one goal for his new club in a one-all draw. And in other news, St. George City and St. George Football Association have confirmed a festival of football at the Jubilee Stadium at the second week of the July school holidays. In a tournament that sees uh, ages between 9 to 12 year olds battle out, it will be a 6 on 6 format in one of Australia's premium playing surfaces at Jubilee Stadium, according to Football New South Wales. The event is open to players and teams from the MPL Skills Acquisition Program and Association teams. For more information, visit the Football New South Wales website to register. Registrations close the 30th of June, 2019. And we hit double digits in the men's MPL 1 as round 10 saw the return of the quote-unquote real Sydney derby as Sydney United 58 hosted Sydney Olympic in a one-all draw at the Sydney United Sports Centre. A Peter Simonovsky goal was not enough for the home side as Radon Pavisavich made sure that both sides shared the points. In other results, a 90th minute winner by Alex Boyajin was enough for Mount Druitt Town Rangers to pick up a 2-1 victory over Hakawa Sydney City East at the Hensley Athletic Field. Combs scored for the home side, but it was not enough as Tufik Alamadine equalised for the visiting side before Alex Boyajin put the nail in the coffin to pick up a valuable three points for the away side. In other results to wrap up the round, Rockdale City Suns put a halt to Wollongong Wolves' undefeated streak this season as they defeated them 1-0 at Wynn Stadium, while Sutherland Sharks debutant striker Charles Lockelingloy scored on his debut against his former side, Sydney FC to share the spoils 1-0 at Seymour Shore. RPL Leichhardt Tigers and Manly United drew 1-0 at Lambert Park, while Blacktown City picked up all three points at home to Marconi Stallions. Lost to the Rockdale City Suns sees the Wollongong Wolves lead at the top of the table cut to two points as they now occupy first on 21 points, with Rockdale followed closely behind on 19, then Apia on 18, tied with Sydney United 58, followed very closely by Sydney Olympic, Manly United, Blacktown City, and the table being footed by both Sutherland Sharks and Hakawa Sydney City East. In round 11 of the men's MPL 2, 
A Fogarty double helped Hills United smack Canterbury Banks out for six as they won 6-0 away at the Crest Athletic Centre. The absolute belting sees the home side still winless this whole season in a MPL 2 season that's already looking likely for one to forget. In other results, Northern Tigers defeated Mounties Wanderers 4-1 at Cook Park, while St. George uh, FC fell 1-0 to Rotomy Lions at home at the Illidan Sports Centre. MacArthur Rams defeated Bonnery White Eagles 1-0 at Linwood Park, while North Shore Mariners defeated Blacktown Spartans 2-1 at Valentine Sports Park. Spirit FC defeated the Central Coast Mariners 3-1 at Plume Park, while Western Sydney Wanderers defeated St. George City 3-0 away at Seymour Shore. Not much has changed for the table in the MPL 2, with the Western Sydney Wanderers still on top, occupying first place on 26 points, followed by Hills United on 24, North Shore Mariners on 23, sharing the spoils with Spirit, who are fourth also on 23 points. At the bottom of the table, it looks pretty bleak for Canary Bankstown, still on two points, winless this entire NPL season. In an absolute ripper of a game in round 10 in the NPL 3, Western New South Wales Mariners defeated Sydney University 4-3 away at the Sydney University football ground. A Scimone double helped the travelling side to a valuable three points, while a lupus hat-trick for the university side was not enough, as the travelling side picked up a valuable win to help them boost their season. In other results, Parramatta FC fell 1-0 at home to Bankstown City at Melita Stadium, while Inter Lions picked up an encouraging win 3-1 over Camden Tigers at the Valentine Sports Park. Dulwich Hill and Granville Rage played out a two-all draw at Allington Oval, while Stanmore Hawks and defeated the SD Raiders 4-3 at Ernie Smith Reserve. Dunbar Rovers picked up a 4-1 victory away at Yenton Park to Bankstown United, while Gladesville Ride Magic defeated Hawkesbury City 4-0 at Christie Park. Stanmore Hawks victory sees them rocket to the top of the table, overtaking Gladesville Ride Magic on 24 points, while the Magic sit second on 22 followed very closely one point ahead of Bankstown City on 21 points. Despite them still footing the table, Western New South Wales Mariners picked up an encouraging three points for their second win of the season, which could help them propel their unlucky fortunes away from the bottom spot. Now, they shared bottom spot with Paramount FC, who also have only picked up two wins and are also sitting on six points. And finally, in the Men's State League, Balmain Tigers hosted Central Coast United at the Illidan Sports Centre, where they fell 4-2 to the away side. A Woodbine double helped the travelling side pick up all three points, as Garcia and Musico's goals were not enough for the home side. In other results, FC Ghazi Auburn picked up a valuable three points away, winning 2-0 to Western Condors at Troppen Park while Prospect United lost 1-0 to Hurstville FC at Blacktown Football Park. Fraser Park FC defeated the University of New South Wales 3-1 at Fraser Park, while South Coast Flame won 2-0 away to Hurstville City Minotaurs at the Eleven Sports Centre, Nepean FC having the bye this round. The table in the Men's State League is as tight as ever, with Fraser Park and Hurstville FC equal first on 16 points, followed very closely by Central Coast United, no doubt buoyed by that 4-2 win over the Tigers, who still, after all this time, occupy bottom spot on two points. 
Well, now I'm going to throw it over to Will Thompson, who has all the latest in the standings in the club championships. Will, what have you got for us? That's right. I do have the latest in the club championship standings this week. Uh, not too, or nothing too dramatic in terms of changes. Wollongong Wolves have lost their top spot in NPL 1. They've dropped down to third on 115 points, <laughs> picking up absolutely zero points over the weekend. So alarm bell saying ring for the Wolves? I don't think so. Only one round, only three games dropped. Nothing to really worry about there. Blacktown City have taken the honours of first place on 131 points up from their 110, so a perfect round for them in the relegation zone. Is Hakoa still on 62 points up from their 55 from last week? And Southern Sharks on 71 up from their 65. So both sides there making minor gains in their bid for survival. Mount Druitt Rangers have also picked up a couple of points. They've moved from 69 up to 82. And Sydney FC sitting on 84 up from 75 last week. So all f- those four clubs down the bottom will definitely be wanting to pick up as many points as possible. It's a pretty tight race down there, and at this stage, it's still way too early to call. Uh, but odds are Hokoa, and I think Sharks are an interesting one. Will the 18s and 20s save the skin yet again another year? It seems every year, Sharks youth seems to uh, pull the rabbit out of the hat as such and save the club from relegation. Will it happen this year? Because they definitely won't be able to do it next year. It's all going to be on first grade. Moving into NPL 2 and Western Sydney Wanderers continue their dominance at the top of the table. 183 points up from their 168 last week. And Spirit have moved from 129 up to 147 as well. North Shore Mariners are in third place, just behind Spirit on 142. Whilst Northern Tigers, Hills United and Central Coast make up the next three spots, all with modest gains there. Hills United have moved from 107 up to 128 to take that fifth spot on the table. Now, there's been a bit of ground made by these clubs, but the real question is, can any of them actually catch the Wanderers? They have a pretty commanding lead out there, more than a round. Uh, I think give them another couple of weeks and they're going to get a two-round lead on top of their opposition. And for me, they're just way too far in front, way too far gone. It would be nice to see Spirit be promoted this year. Uh, or maybe North Shore Mariners, one of those uh, teams that aren't a A-League academy side. However, it is good to see some quality youth being developed. Down the bottom end, and Kendry Bankstown, still in last, is still on 31 points, no changes there. St. George FC have moved from 50 up to 53 points. MacArthur Rams have moved from 53 to 67. And Bonnie Rig White Eagles, they've moved from 63 up to 68 points. St. George City on 80 points, up from 77 last week. I think you really really have to say that Canterbury Bankstown are um, favourites to be relegated, definitely. They have me one club. St. George FC, I think, would be the second one. And then it's a sort of a tussle at the moment between MacArthur Rams and Bonnie Rigg, both duking out to sort of avoid that last spot. So it'll be interesting to see what happens come season's end. I still think that Bonnie Rigg is too good of a side to go down. I think they're really going to uh, rally hard, especially with the new coach. And we'll see where he takes them. Now, the interesting thing about Canterbury-Bankstown is if they do get relegated down to NPL 3 and Bankstown City don't come back up into NPL 2, we'll have all three Bankstown clubs 
in the same grade all at once, and I think that's going to be something crazy. Um, obviously, I'm a big fan of that. It's more derbies. FFA would be a big fan if they could, uh, if they would have any say in it. But I think that's going to be something special, and it'll create some sort of a Bankstown Cup next season as well, if that does happen. Speaking of NPL 3 and Glazerod Magic have taken their spot back at the top of the table on 138 points. They moved up from 123 last week. Bankstown City have snuck their way into second on 136, up from 118. And SD Raiders, they were on top last week with 124, only picking up 12 this week to tie second with 136 points. Uh, Dunbar coming in fourth, up from 113 to 128 points there. So the club's unable to take advantage of a perfect round with their 21 points. So Glades for Ride Magic do sneak back into first place. However, it is extremely tight at the top. 10 points separate first through to fourth. And then you have Bankstown United back on 106. They're definitely going to push hard and late for promotion. It'd be somewhat of a sight to see them get double promoted from State League to MPL 3 up to MPL 2. Especially if you see uh, Canterbury Bankstown be relegated back into MPL 3. That'd be a very interesting turn of events. Down the bottom and Western New South Wales Mariners have moved from 5 up to 17. Granville Rage moved from 14 up to 21. Parramatta FC 32 up to 35 points. Camden Tigers 51 points up to 57. And Hawkesbury City 65 points up from their 62 last week. Stanmore have sort of searched ahead at the moment. They were on 75 at last check-in. They have played a couple of catch-up games and they're now on 105 points just behind the league leaders there. So pretty well done by Stanmore. And I think it must be said as well, considering that they had that 30-point deduction. As it stands, if Stanmore did not receive that deduction, they would be on 135 points with a single game in hand against Granville Rage, which you would have to say that they would win, which would give them another couple of points. And if it wasn't for that 30-point deduction, they would definitely be genuine title contenders. They might still be genuine, genuine promotion contenders. Um, they're definitely title contenders. I apologise for that. They are out in front in first place on the table at the moment. But they would be promotion candidates if not for that 30-point deduction. Moving into State League now. And Fraser Park out in front. Um, no, sorry. Central Coast out in front on 125 points from their 104 last week. Fraser Park have moved from 84 up to 103. And Hurstville FC... Up to 79 points from 62 last week. South Coast Flame, 78 from 53 previously. Interesting to note, though, that almost every side has games in hand. Uh, Central Coast, Fraser Park, and Balmain, the only ones to have completed their 24 games. So definitely some uh, some catching up there to be done by the other clubs. Hurstville... With their 79 points, say they get a perfect round, they move someone up to 100. They're only three points behind second. They're only 25 points behind Central Coast United. And it has been shown through the season so far that Central Coast United are a beatable side. They're five wins and three losses in the first grade. They're not as strong as they have been last year. They're definitely still up there. They're only in third place. Um, they do have a very competitive 20 side and 18s as well. So it'll be interesting to see as the season goes on. Very keen to follow State League. It's going to be a huge tussle to see who is fighting not only for survival in terms of um, promotion, but also survival in the football New South Wales state system. 
Anyway, guys, that's us for another week. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, wherever else we are. Make sure you check out New Entertainment Order as well on Facebook. We'll be posting some links in the description as well. Make sure you like them, follow them on Twitter. Check out the website as well and go see all the crazy good stuff that they're doing. They're doing live shows, broadcasts, streamed live onto their Facebook page, which is a lot more than we're doing here. So full shout out to New Entertainment Order once again. Make sure you head over and check out this stuff. And if you haven't already, submit your goals of the month for the youth sides to our goal of the month competition sponsored by um, Cakes by Kyla. And make sure you get those entries in to try to make the highlight reel and then make the voting to see who is going to win that one for May. Alright guys, thanks again and we'll talk to you again next week.